0: Hey, good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us uh, for our worship today. It's 24. Uh, We uh, uh, are online only this week. You probably heard about that uh, earlier in this week uh, where uh, we just had kind of had a couple things happen this week. I'll go ahead and kind of talk about that for just a minute uh, in case you don't know what's going on. Uh, One of our children was exposed to somebody who has uh covid-19 uh this past week uh we didn't know about that uh until uh later in the week uh and by that time uh, of course we had all been together I'd been with our church staff and just there's lots of lots of unknown things we think everything is perfectly fine we do not uh we do not think that uh, uh our child or we have any symptoms or have the virus but uh we're just trying to be smart you you get the picture there i think uh, above and beyond everything um so anyway we're we're doing this today and uh i i got to tell you just from uh the shepherd in me and part of this, uh, I hate that it's this way. I just really do. I, I want us to be together, uh, and I don't want anything getting in the way of that. Uh, but it is what it is. So we're making the most of it, and uh, we really, really appreciate I've had several of you reach out. I uh, really appreciate your prayers and appreciate uh, uh, all the all the messages and things like that, uh, and support of, you know, that we're doing it this way this week and everything. So, uh, thank you so much. It means more than, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's, that's what's going on. Uh, we, we do expect to get a test back here next hopefully a couple days or so. And, uh, hopefully things can go back to normal and, uh, we'll see how things are going. So, uh, we're just playing it by ear. It's in the Lord's hands. We're not really that concerned about it. We're just going a little stir crazy because, you know, there's nine of us in a three-bedroom house, so you do the you do the math on that. So it, uh, it gets a little nutso around here sometimes, especially with all the little ones. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, praying for sunny days where we can play outside. So uh, anyway, let's... Uh Let's jump into this. I, I want to pray for us, uh, if you don't mind. And uh, uh, as a matter of fact, one of the things that I'm going to ask you to do today uh, is, if you don't mind, have a have a piece of paper, scratch piece of paper that you don't mind doing away with something separate. If you're taking notes, do uh, do something separate from your notes or whatever. Uh, but just a scratch piece of paper uh, that you can you can jot some things down on later on in the message, and uh, and a pen or pencil that you can write with. I'm telling you that. Now, so that you'll have it later yell at the kids tell them to go get you something say hey will you do me a favor you know or whatever you know whatever works so uh and uh and get uh get something for that but um yeah we'll be we'll be into into that here later in the message and uh uh, we'd love for you to be able to to follow along and and participate in what we're going to do hopefully uh and hopefully that'll be uh well for you so um by the way uh before we pray i'll just mention uh <clears throat> my camera crew is uh Gracie and Lundy uh, today. And so, uh, yeah. And, and this was as good as we get as far as like me in a, in a, a studio. Uh, it's the basement and it looks like junk everywhere because that's exactly what it is, is junk everywhere. So, uh, thank you for bearing with us on all of those things. So, uh, we did at least pull up the uh, 24 Church YouTube page on the TV. So it wasn't just blank for you. So a little something that was, uh, their idea. So, Anyway, while we pray, uh, and then we're going to jump into this, make sure you get a piece of paper and a pen. God, thank you so much for uh, the opportunity, Lord, to worship you through your word. God, um, work on our hearts. God, I have no doubt you're going to do that today through this passage uh you already have in, in mind and uh these passages and uh God I pray that you just speak through them. Thank you, Lord, that we can come, that we can worship you even even uh though we're scattered uh this weekend, Lord, we are still your church. God, we praise you for what you've been doing. We praise you for uh even seeing uh, Lord, your church begin to grow again uh in the school that we've been meeting in and all the things. Uh Lord, I pray that you would continue uh to do great things and and continue to reach people, Lord, that don't know you. Uh, Lord, use us for your glory. We ask all this in your son's name. Amen. Um Yeah. And I I meant to mention earlier, we've just if if you haven't been with us in the school, uh, when we get back in there. Please come join us if you can. It's such a weird, such a weird time. It's like, you know, we want you to come, but we don't like call you if you don't, because it's like weird like that, because you don't want people feeling bad if they don't feel Okay with doing it or whatever you know how it is. So anyway, I, the, again the shepherd of me, I just I just want every, I want everybody back together uh, for the big party. So anyway, uh, let's jump into this. Uh, today we're talking about forgiveness, uh, man. What a, what a big, big thing. And, and I, I'm going to throw a question at us today. Here's, here's the question of the day. Uh, and I'm going to try to burn through a bunch of, a bunch of scripture here. And, and I'm not going to share all of it in pieces or in full pieces, but, uh, we'll, you know, talk about some of it so you can look at it later or whatever, too. Uh, but, uh, really felt led to several passages here. So I'm going to try to work those in. It says, uh, the question I've got for you is, is how much should we forgive? How much should we, we, you and me, how much should we forgive somebody? So, I mean, you know, think about, you know, you're, you're already thinking about, I don't even have to ask you, you're already thinking about people that have probably done you wrong. And, and some of those people have probably done you really, really wrong. Uh, and it is what it is. You know, that's a part of life. You and I both know uh, that those are things that happen along the way. Uh, but the question is, how much... Should we forgive? So with that question in mind, I want to jump right into the scripture here. In the scripture right here, it says this it's Matthew eighteen, verse twenty-one. Matthew eighteen, verse twenty-one, it says it says then Peter came up to came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? So you see my question is set up, going right to the scripture, it talks about it. As many Jesus says, as me, or, or Peter continues to say, I'm sorry, well, let me just go back. Lord, how often will I forgive my brother? Uh, will, will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? Peter's asking Jesus, do I forgive him seven times? Now, part of the number, the numerical part of this here, is that at that point in time in Judaism, it was considered that three times would have been very generous to have forgiven somebody would have shown that you're going above and beyond. I don't know if they, you know, they didn't have three strikes you're out because they didn't know baseball back then. him. But uh, anyway, you know, they, they were thinking three times, Peter, Peter is like saying, I want to be super generous as many times as seven Lord. You know, he's like, I'm going to be super Christian of the day. You know, Jesus, is this cool? Jesus said to him, verse 22, I do not say to you seven times, but 77 times. Now, Jesus's answer here is really an answer that's not a literal answer. It is a, I'm taking your number and I'm turning it into a bigger number that you can't keep up with. The point Jesus, excuse me, the point Jesus is making right here with this is he's saying, you just forgive, period. We know this, by looking at the parable that jesus teaches afterwards i'm not going to read all of this parable but i want to tell you about this parable a little bit and in this parable he starts out verse 23 i'll read the first part therefore the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants and then he begins to talk about a couple of the servants of this king and how these servants owed the king and and like a literal debt that was owed to this king and the first one he talks about is a is a is a servant who owes a debt, and and the debt that was owed was it was a decent debt or whatever, but anyway, uh, he can't pay it, and the king has to take him to jail until he can pay off the debt, which he would have worked, you know, somewhere there in the in the in the system and and earned money, and over time he would have paid off the king, and then he would have been able to have gotten out of jail. Well, then there was a second servant, and the second servant also owed money to the king, and he owed a ton of money to the king. I'm talking about like... Ten thousand talents. Now, to me and you, that, that mean a whole lot unless you just really studied your talents, uh, because it's not talking about talents like you know numchuck skills and stuff like that. Uh, it's talking about uh, actual money. And and to be honest with you, again, Jesus is making an illustration here. That's I don't think supposed to be actual literal. This is part of a parable. And what he's saying here in this ten thousand talents here. For them, that would have just been like saying a zillion dollars, and literally for us today, it's like saying billions of dollars. And so, um, again, Jesus is telling a story. We don't know that this story is really true. He's making an illustration. He's telling a parable. And so he tells this parable, and the servant, this servant had you know this debt to be owed, and all of this. And so the servant, when it comes time to pay, and the master, the king, goes to him and he says, "Hey, can you pay this debt?" The servant who owes this debt begs the king, begs him. And he says, have patience with me and I will pay you everything in verse 26. And in verse 27, the king says, it says, it says, and out of pity for him, the master of that, of that servant released him and forgave him the debt, forgave him the debt. Like just gone, no more debt, lots of money to just like, pay, no more debt. Right? Well, So it goes on, the story goes on, and Jesus continues to tell it as that uh, this particular servant then also went out and found someone after this, the servant himself who had been forgiven the debt, went out and found someone who owed him a debt. And when he goes and finds him, he's like, hey, I'm here to collect my money. And the guy's like, "I, I, I don't have it. You know, will you, you know, you know, can can we work something out? And instead of that. The servant takes this guy straight to jail. I'm imagining like headlocks and I don't know what else is going on here, but basically drags this dude to jail and puts him in jail until he can pay the debt. Well, this is this word gets around, you know, it's like it's like the Cheatham County Facebook page or something, you know. And word gets around and word gets around to the master who had forgiven the debt to him that he wouldn't forgive the debt of someone else. And so it says in verse 34, I want to read, oh, actually verse 32, the master finds him and he says, you wicked servant, I forgave you all the debt because you pleaded with me and should not, should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you. Verse 34, it says, and in anger, his master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt, until he should pay all All his debt. Now you remember what Jesus talked about, like the amount of money that was owed on his behalf. Verse 35, it goes on and says, So also, Jesus is teaching, So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. So this question about forgiveness is a big question for us today. First of all, how many times should we forgive? Well, 70 times 7, Jesus is saying, you should just forgive. You should forgive as the Father has forgiven you. We have other passages of Scripture. We're going to look at a couple of those here in just a minute, where we see such things. But then also we have this understanding here where Jesus is saying the Heavenly Father will treat you as you treat others when it comes to this subject of forgiveness. If you are not willing to forgive, then you shouldn't expect forgiveness yourself. So we have this message of forgiveness, but we struggle with forgiveness you and I struggle with forgiveness. We struggle to forgive those people who have hurt us, those people who have done us wrong. And we, and, and like it or not, in our head, maybe maybe on a notebook or something, maybe it's like the uh, the crazy guy in the Sandler movies who like you know had his like hit list going or whatever or something. I don't know, uh, but hopefully not. Uh, <laughs> but you may have a list somewhere of those people. Here's the thing, we have to quit letting our feelings compel us to not do what we need to do. You see, we let feelings run parts of our lives at times instead of who we're called to be and who we know who we're supposed to be in this life. And, and you know, I, I just talked, we just talked a few weeks ago about, you know, what happens if... If we follow our hearts, you know, in that whole thing, you know, we don't we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that because it always ends up leading us to bad places. Um, as a matter of fact, it, it leads us away many times uh, from what we're called to do and from God's plan for our life. Did you know that God has a purpose for your life? I mean, that's like the biggest number one thing that we ought to be able to get and understand that God loves us. He cares for us. He sent his son to die for us. He wants us to be a part of his family. And he, as the creator, has a plan for us, His meaning for us. And suddenly, uh, all these plans and meanings that we come up with for our lives just suddenly just seem so like, oh, well, I wonder if that's what God wants me to do or if that's just what I want to do. Those are big questions for us to ask ourselves today. But the heart of why we can ask ourselves those questions is because is because we ourselves have been forgiven. I read to you Ephesians 4, 26. It says, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. I think that we truly forget about the spiritual warfare that is going on around us. I think that we truly forget a lot of days of just, you know, what's really happening, that he really is tempting us trying to lead us astray, lead us away from the things that are actually good for us in this life to the things that will actually destroy us, our heart. Our heart does that if we will let it, you know. This passage of Scripture is this great reminder You know, do not let the sun go down on your anger. And he follows it up with do not uh, and give no opportunity to the devil. You know, together is this amazing reminder for us today uh, that we need to deal with the things that are going on in our hearts. We need to deal with our anger. We need to deal with our bitterness. It is not okay to sweep it under the rug and just say, well, it's okay. It's not really hurting anybody. Bull. Bull. And we know it. We know it's hurting us. As a matter of fact, if we harbor bitterness towards someone, it's like saying that you, it's like saying that that person controls you. You don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Folks, this is something we all struggle with. We can't pretend like we don't. This is all something this is, this is something that, that we all at some point along the way have had an issue with in our life. And it's important for us to make sure that we look at those things in our own life and in our own heart, and that we, we pay close attention to deal with those things. Let me throw this at you. Luke twenty three, verse thirty four. Luke twenty three verse thirty four says this. It says And Jesus said. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. It goes on to say right after that, and they cast lots to divide his garments. So here we have this moment, this moment that, you know, I'm careful to not just say that, you know, some scripture is more valuable than others or things like that. But but I I think we've got to pay close attention to what this moment is. These are the last words of Jesus before his death. The last words of Jesus before his death. Now, I'm, I'm a complete and utter fool and idiot most of the time. I mean, if, if I, if I was Jesus, I knew I was coming back. Of course, there's no way that could happen because I got plenty of sin in my life. But, you know, I'd be, I'd be making a comedy moment out of it or something stupid. I'd be like, you know, I'll be back or, you know, whatever, you know, and, and in Jesus, Jesus is, situation. He says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And you know what the truth is, is that most of the people that have hurt us in our lives have also hurt us in the midst of moments where they didn't know their sin either. Just like we don't know our own sin when we oftentimes like, I mean, we're not thinking about it like that. Now, sometimes we are. And, and let me tell you what: when we are thinking about it like that, and it's like a straight up rebellion against God and what He's called us to do, and and who He wants us to be, that's that's a that's a dangerous place to be. That's a dangerous playground to play on. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Jesus's last words for us. Jesus's last words for the world. While these soldiers. Are casting lots on who gets what garments, like they're going to sell them on eBay or something. This is insanely important for us and our faith today. The flip side of the question, how many times do we forgive someone, is the question, how many times has God forgiven us? How many times has God forgiven you? I don't know how many times God has forgiven me, but it is insane. It is insane, the amount of forgiveness that he has shown me in my life. And the truth is, is he doesn't have to keep forgiving me. He did it one time. He did it on the cross. He did it through the blood of Jesus. He did it because he loved me, not because I deserved it. He did it because he cared and because he wanted to use me to do things for his kingdom. Folks, forgiveness is important to us today. It's important to our souls. It's important to our daily lives. It's the freedom away from these things that chain us up in this life. And it is living out the gospel of Jesus, which we have received through Christ, when we too forgive others. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense when we forgive somebody. Right? I mean, people people see, oh, I, I saw you talking to so-and-so the other day. I thought they did you wrong. Yeah, well, you know, some things happen, but it's okay. It's okay? What do you mean it's okay? It can't be okay. Well, yeah, I forgave them. You forgave them? What if they do it again? Well, that's up to them. You know, I think for so many of us, we allow our hurt and the pain, again, going back to that emotion stuff, we allow those things to keep us from fulfilling who God has called us to be. At the heart of our salvation, we have been given something that we are called to give, and it's forgiveness. I'll throw at you one more passage of scripture this morning and debated whether or not to Put to such in. I'm going to share just a little bit of it at least, and it's from First Corinthians 13, and it's a passage about love. And, and Many of you have heard this passage. I'm going to read through it kind of fast, and I'm going to stop and talk about just a couple of pieces of it. But it says this: It says, "If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy." Or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. You know what that word means, resentful? It keeps no record of wrongs. Keeps no record of wrongs. It is not resentful. It is not irritable. It does not, verse 6, it does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never ends. It goes down to verse 11. I'm going to skip down. It says this. It says, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. That's hard to do sometimes, isn't it? We want to go back to being like a child sometimes. No responsibility. Right, we don't want to take responsibility. We want to be like a kid. Not what we're called to do. We want to act like a kid. Well, I'm just going to be mad. I'm just going to do things the way I want to do them. I'm, you know, it's my life. I'm feeling this way. That's a joke that leads us to destruction, folks. Verse thirteen. It ends with, so now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, but the greatest of these is love. think for us to say that we are the people of God and we carry out the message of Christ and to glorify God in all that we do is to say that we value love. And it means that we hold strong to those things like we're not going to be resentful. We're not going to be irritable. We're going to bear all things. We're going to endure all things. And we're going to be reminded that love never ends. And that means even for those who've hurt us. That's hard. That's hard today. I want to say something. Just because you may love somebody, just because you may forgive somebody, it doesn't mean that you trust them with everything in this life. It means that you trust the Lord with everything in this life. He has offered forgiveness to us, and he is clearly, clearly calling us to offer it to others. Forgive them. They know not what they do. So do it. Really forgive them. So here's what we're going to do. You got your piece of paper? I got mine. Paper and pen. And here's what I want you to do. And you may not do it right this second. I hope you do because I'm afraid if you don't, that you might not do it later. But in this moment, I want you to take just a second and I want you to take the opportunity to just jot down. You already know where this is going, don't you? I want you to jot down some people that you know you need to forgive. Now, if you're sitting next to somebody or whatever, whatever you know, no, no looking on each other, no cheating, no, you know, any of that. If you need to use, I don't, you know, however, however you want to do it, I, I don't care. Just you need to get away from them right now. Maybe, maybe it's them, you know, for real. Maybe it's the person that's right there next to you. Uh, get some space because nobody's ever going to see this but you. And I want you to sit down and I want you to just jot down. And I, I'm going to do this as well. I want you to take just a, a minute right now, and I want you to write, you know, if you need to use initials again, whatever, I don't care, draw characters of them, whatever, whatever makes makes it worth your while, uh, I want you to take just a second, I want you to write those people down who are down and just stick with me here. All right. You've had a minute to write some down there. Maybe you've uh, been writing a little bit. Maybe you're still going. That's okay. Now I want you to do something. I want you to go out beside each name. I'm putting a little mark outside beside mine because that's what I do when I type stuff on the computer. I use a little mark button, whatever that's called, dash. And um, I want you to write the word Forgiven. By each one. Now, when you're done, you can take take as long as you need to with this. Once you fold it up, and I want you to take it, and I want you to destroy it, and I don't care how you do it. I don't care if you water it up and throw it in the trash. I don't care if you tear it up. I don't care if you want to burn it in the fire tonight or whatever it is. But I want you to be reminded of something that you need to do literally in your life right now, which is to forgive these people that have hurt you. These people that have done things against you and be free from this awful, awful sin of bitterness and anger and don't go to sleep until it's gone. With some of these you may feel compelled to call somebody. You may feel compelled to call on these people, maybe all of them. I don't know, and say, "I just want you to know that I've I've, I've held something against you. And I I want you. To, I, I'd ask if you'd forgive me. I'm forgiving you. That's a big step. I don't know if that's where you are or not. That's where, what you need to be doing. Uh, but however the Lord may lead you to do that, so take that. Let the Lord use this message in your life. Let him use his word in your life to be reminded of the great thing that Christ has done for us, which is to forgive us through the work that he did and the shedding of his blood on the cross. I pray that if you've never trusted in him, that today you would trust in him, that today you would understand how stuff like this is possible, that you could love somebody who has turned their back on you even still. Because God loved you first. Because God forgave you first. Amazing things can happen in the relationships around us. Let's pray together. God, I I just pray, Lord, that you would continue to do a work in my heart and in my life, Lord, that I, I need to be open to you doing. Lord, I pray that you would help me to be faithful to you and the relationships I have in my life. God, I pray that I would not harbor any bitterness toward anyone. God, help me to forgive God, help move in my heart, Lord, something that is hard for many of us to do, sometimes for deep, deep reasons and deep, deep pain. God, I pray, Lord, that you would help all of us as your church to find freedom in you, and no longer allow any of these folks to have control over us. But, Lord, more importantly, that we would do it because you've called us to it and it brings glory to you. It shows the world something, Lord, that they need to see, which is forgiveness and humility, selflessness. God, I pray that that would be the people that, that the people of our community see us as. Lord, use us for your glory. God, thank you for your son. Jesus is in his name. We pray all this. Amen.